Getting something from your head onto paper, like you actually have more ideas than you think you do, but you just need to know how to do it and be able to execute it. And it's the having to come up with something every week rather than saying, oh, here's what I know. Here's what I know we can talk about. And I've already got the idea. And then I think it actually is more room for you to be creative. Maybe if you're hearing this as a creative person saying, you want me to create a plan, this takes away my creativity. It actually leaves you more room and more flexibility and more permission to be creative because it gives you parameters. Welcome to the Pod Circle Podcast, where we bring practical tips and insights for every podcaster. From aspiring podcasters to experts with hundreds of episodes under your belt and everywhere in between, these conversations dive deep into the topics that matter most to you. Today, we are talking about what to do when you run out of ideas for your podcast. All right. It happens to the best of us. It happens to all of us. Honestly, you're going along. You're feeling really good. You're just starting out. And my prediction is that around 10 episodes, you start to feel like this is a drag. Why 10 episodes? Because this is where we see podcasters consistently fall off, right? And we talk a lot about celebrating along the way. So if you've reached 10 episodes, we're really proud of you. But Fewer than 20% of podcasters make it past 10 episodes because it's hard, right? Yeah. Like you run out of ideas and- A guest flakes on you. And then when you get one behind, you're like, well, I didn't I didn't go on time last week. So the next time it happens, you're like, mm, it's not as big a deal. And exactly. then it just gets really hard. So we want to celebrate you if you've hit your 10th episode. Congrats. We just hit our 10th episode. We're on episode 12. Let's pat ourselves on the back. Yeah. Uh, but you are in the 80th percentile, if that's the case. Congrats. But you're yeah. still on your way. We want to celebrate you along the way. And we're going to give you some insights today that will help you get to that 10 episode mark. So yeah. a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the five reasons that podcasters quit and how to avoid being one of them. And the pod fade is real. Yeah. And I think the major culprit, and I suggested this in our episode, was creative fatigue. So I thought we maybe could dive into that a little bit more today, Kyle, and talk about creative fatigue. Yeah. And this is totally your wheelhouse. You know, I talk a lot about the production elements and the technicals and things like that, but I'm curious what you have to say in terms of helping people to prevent that creative fatigue or maybe if they're in it to to pull themselves out of it. It may sound cheesy, but I'm going to say it like an after school special. Plan your work and work your plan. I'm a firm believer in a good old fashioned brainstorm. Actually... I mean, we are together, right? It's one of my favorite yeah. ways to partner with Pod Circle is to do brainstorming sessions with your clients. They're so fun. And I have a skill set that I've been working on for the last 10 years to be able to help you dig things. I also think sometimes bringing someone in that's outside of your podcast, this is my my little pitch, is really helpful because for your podcast, you're in it every day and you kind of feel like, oh, we've hit that or we've done that. Bringing in a fresh set of eyes is really, really helpful. So I'll get off my soapbox. No, stay on that soapbox because I think okay, it's really great. important. I mean, it's I think it's the same reason that th that business consultants exist. Yeah, People that with knowledge and expertise that have kind of a third eye and outside view know how to ask really good questions to really good clarifying questions, starting really big and then just funneling down into okay, answering questions like, okay, who is my target audience? How do I yeah. get in front of them? How long should my episodes be? Are they too long? Are they too short? That's what you want. That's what you want in a, in a podcast kind of strategy consulting session. So, But in the content marketing space, we often joke and say, like, you've got the curse of knowledge and mm -hmm. you always want to be simplifying your message because what seems really mundane to you Obvious. is often, 
yes, whatever's obvious, whatever feels like, oh, everyone knows that. Not everyone knows that. If you're an expert in your space, not everyone knows what you know. And sometimes we undervalue what we know and what our expertise is. So having someone come in and say, hey, this idea that you thought you could cover in one episode, that's actually a series of six episodes. Like Exactly. You're going to be talking about this for six weeks. Yes, exactly. And you're going to be giving them the high level over the course of six weeks too. Like your 10,000 hours, it's hard to to consolidate to maybe six hours of content. Yes, you cannot do your 10,000 hours of expertise in a 30-minute podcast. You just can't. You can't do it. That's why people need to come to you, right? Like, continue to show your value of how much you know and how much you could give them outside of your podcast. Um, But I think you should be doing quarterly brainstorming sessions because that way you can plan out an entire quarter. You can think about where are we going and then you can just sit down and start recording. You don't have to think about a new topic or plan it out every single time. Yeah. So use your time wisely, come up with some content, start to build it out and create yourself a rhythm to do that. You can do this alone. You can do it with a team. I've done brainstorming. I do brainstorming in my day job alone, but I find that the best brainstorming can happen when you bring in an entire team. So whether or not you have a podcast team, bring in um, a helpful friend, bring in a colleague who gets you really well, or bring in me or Kyle, we -hmm. can help you do that. But it's just really helpful to have someone else to bounce ideas off of and to take something small and expand it. The best content that I put out in the world, I do with my friend Hannah, because we both bring ideas and we make it better together. Yeah, you and I talk about the kind of the hand to mouth thing, like the week to week, like it's not even just recording the podcast. It's like, it's all the prep work, especially if you have guests Mm -hmm. that you have to line up. But even if you just do solo episodes where it's just you sitting down, you got to think through the content. And if you're not doing that, then you're just, you know, you're just freewheeling. And I, you know, if you can do that and you've had success with it, best of luck and kudos to you because you're better than than I, but you and I, we we do exactly what we're talking about. You script things out. Well, not, I won't even, you don't script things out. You just do like high level bullet points. And yeah. since this, this isn't, this is in my wheelhouse of in my knowledge and expertise, I can be like, oh yeah, I know about that. I know about that. Mackenzie, you can take that and just pulling back the curtain. That's exactly how we do that. But if you were able to do like a quarterly brainstorming session with Mackenzie and I, let's look at the next three months. Yeah. What shall we be talking about? What are people talking about in this space? What's your knowledge and expertise? Client X, you know, mm-hmm. and what if we did a three-week series on this and then we did a one-off episode on this because we have we can get this expert in to talk about this? And so it's like formulating all that stuff. Oh, yeah. What days are you available to record? Okay, let's yeah. batch a couple episodes on this day. Let's just go ahead and calendar this thing out so that it be- doesn't become this like hamster wheel of like, okay, I, what, ex- what episode am I going to do this week? Yeah. And I, I think that's when podcasters start to get burnout. And that's when the pod fade happens and then you're skipping episodes. And that's what we always talk about. You want to avoid. So that's why we always talk about, about planning as boring. And, you know, that's not what a lot of podcasters want to hear, but the ones that want to <laughs> stick around, be in it for the yeah. long game, win the long game, got to have a plan. You got to, you know, not to say that you're, it's going to go perfectly. You know, it's not. You and I had a plan a couple of weeks ago. We had a, an issue with a guest and mm-hmm. we pivoted and we changed just, it up on the fly. We were on the call waiting for the guest and there was a scheduling mishap. And I said, hey, we've been talking about maybe doing an episode on this. Let's talk it out right now and we'll go. So I think the importance is when you have a plan, you also have room for flexibility. And what's something that I've seen is that when you 
say like, okay, we know we're going to talk about X, Y, and Z over the next quarter. And we've got a plan. When something comes up, you've got the ability, you've got the creativity to be able to slot something in. And I think you can also be responsive. So yeah. I really am a um, an advocate for both evergreen content and seasonality or responsive content. So, you know, you've got an evergreen content that we know this is always going to be relevant. An episode for us on the importance of creating a plan, an episode for us all about audio equipment, an episode about us or from us about the importance of being really strategic with your mics and your sound quality. That's going to be evergreen content. Yeah. An episode for us about Google ending their entire podcast platform. That could be a responsive and seasonality episode for us. Or if we want to do an episode on how to do a year end podcast, you know, how to gather year end podcast best of like that's a seasonality thing for us. And we would put that out at the beginning of December to help you prep for that end of the year episode. That's just mm -hmm. two things that are off the cuff that I thought of to tell you about. But uh, when you have an evergreen episode, if you have an issue, you can pull into the backlogs. I really think you should have a couple evergreen episodes in the can when something comes up. But let's talk about what a brainstorm could look like, right? So you gather all your people in the room, you start really high level and determine if you haven't already, you may already have this information, but my goals, what do I want to do with this podcast? What are our goals for this next quarter? What are our goals even higher level? Talk about that. Identify who your audience is. If you haven't done this yet, you need to be doing it. Who are you talking to? Why are you talking to them? What matters to them? Third, determine your cadence, length, and style. I think it's interesting the number of podcasters who don't have this information and haven't figured that out and haven't locked it in. So let's start high-level brainstorm there. Second, do you have your content buckets? Do you know what you talk about? Have you gotten really strategic to know these are the things that I talk about high-level, then I can get even down a little bit farther. We talked about that expertise, those 10,000 hours. How do you break your expertise down into bite-sized chunks? so that it's consumable for your audience, palpable, and it's not overwhelming. And just then get the creative juices flowing. Just start asking questions and start throwing things up. There is no bad ideas in brainstorming, and I really mean that. Yeah, and there's no one better at capturing this stuff, in my opinion, than McKinsey, like watching her work just like, like, okay, we're talking about this, and you're just typing like a fool yeah. for, for an hour, just downloading information and then putting it into different buckets and categorizing, oh, this... And then you'll have like another idea, like off to the side, and then it's it's wild. And before you know it, it's like, oh, well, we see these themes continue to come up in this conversation. Yeah. Those are probably really important. Let's let's make that its own bucket, and let's do a couple episodes around this because there's a lot to break down there. And yeah. so the amount of clarity that I see a client get, oftentimes we'll see them come in maybe with some anxious energy because they're you know they're they're feeling like okay, I got a lot of ideas. I don't know how to do this. I'm feeling stuck. Yeah. And then just like to see the relief over the course of, a, of an hour or two, just like, oh, all these ideas and thoughts and maybe anxieties, now they live somewhere and now we have a, yeah. a plan of action and there's not all this guesswork and second guessing. It's, I mean, to me, that's the whole, that's the whole value of it. Totally. I think getting something from your head onto paper, like you actually have more ideas than you think you do. But you just need to know how to do it and be able to execute it. And yeah. it's the having to come up with something every week rather than saying, oh, here's what I know. Here's what I know we can talk about. And I've already got the idea. And then I think it actually is more room for you to be creative. Um, I think maybe if you're hearing this as a creative person saying, you want me to create a plan, this takes away my creativity. It actually leaves you more room and more flexibility and more permission to be creative because it gives you 
parameters, right? And it totally. Uh, this is a dumb example, but I just moved into a new house and I have all the ideas. I want to do so much with my house. I want to paint. <laughs> I want to build shelves. I want to get these tables and this and this and this. And it's been so overwhelming. And my husband just said to me, hey, can we schedule a lunch where we talk about all the house projects and then we can decide where we need to put our energy when so that you yeah. can feel like we have a plan and it doesn't just feel overwhelming. Paul's about to do for you what you do for everybody else. Yes, He's going to be like, exactly. all right, let me download and, and just write all this stuff down and this is going to live over here. <laughs> yes. And then you can be creative. He's like, then you can know what you're going to go make Pinterest boards about. Yeah. He's the how to my wow, right? I can do this mm. for you with your podcast and he's going to do it for me. We all need that. So these are some of the questions that I ask myself in general when I'm brainstorming for uh, a different series or maybe in my other day job, we've got um, some things coming up in seasonality or like, we're, hey, we're just in a brainstorming session. One. Popular podcast in the mental health space called yes. called The Living Centered. So if she's a podcast producer and host herself. I wear lots of different hats, right? Yes. And then I get to, Kyle lets me come over here, which is super fun. Let's um, you. I, I demand it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun. I love it. Yeah. I often ask, like, what are the questions you're consistently asked? Um, sometimes we'll go to our social media and be like, what are we hearing? What are we, you know, how can we be responsive to our customer? If you had 10 minutes in a room with someone, what would you tell them? This helps you figure out your expertise. What would I tell them? What can I not stop talking about? Uh, what are the five things you wish everyone knew? What seems obvious to you? Often what's obvious to us is revolutionary to other people. Mm. Uh, and what ahas did you have when you be like in the road to becoming an expert? What were some of your ahas and how can you share that with your audience? And lastly, what are the topics that when you talk about them, they're always winning with your audience? I think sometimes we forget and we forget to go back um, and be strategic and look at, hey, what's actually performing from what we're talking about? So I like to come into these meetings. Let's pull up your stats. Let's mm -hmm. look at your analytics. Let's see what's actually winning. Let's pull up what your What blog your posts Instagram. are performing really well? What, yes. what are people responding to on social media? Oh, I did a, a post about this that just kind of seemed tangential and it went viral. It's like, oh, maybe that's what people are looking for. Maybe for you're hitting now. about need. How can we talk more about that? Yeah. yeah. All right. That's just great. a couple ideas. But if you want to get the creative juices flowing, uh, pick your girl over here. I'd love to help. I uh, I recommend it. Yeah. And Mackenzie and I, we we both lead those meetings together. So you, you kind of get our combined 20,000 yes. hours of experience that are uh, very complimentary. So we'll, I'll drop a link for that in the show notes. As always, uh, those are called podcast strategy sessions. Really highly recommend those. Whether you're, uh, or you're a new podcaster and you just, you want to start out on a really strong strategic foot or you're an experienced podcaster who is maybe stuck and you're just not sure where to go with your podcast next. You're having a hard time figuring out what winning even looks like in your podcast. Yeah. Um, because you know you're showing up, you're trying to show up. It's a lot of work and you're getting kind of burned out. Maybe I don't know if I want to do this anymore, but I just need yeah. some help. We can help you. I Trust me, we, we can help you figure that out. So check out that link. Also, if you're a new podcaster, check out our starter kit. Uh, it's at podcircle.com slash start. A really great set of PDFs there. Follow us on social. We're everywhere at PodCircle. If you want some really great, just bite-sized, snippet-sized content, uh, check us out on Instagram. We're always releasing reels and, and podcast tips and tricks and things like that. So go and give us a follow over there. We are also on YouTube. Uh, if you're not watching this on YouTube, uh, if you are, hit subscribe, uh, drop us a comment. If you ever have a question, that's actually a great place to go. Just drop down in the comments there. 
leave us a question at some point. I would we would love to to do a Q and A style episode. And if fun. if people really like those and those are helpful, we'll do we'll do those on a consistent basis. So this is your podcast. Like we're we're just trying to help speak to the things that matter to you is the bottom line. So you can find us all over the place is what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> yes, totally. Is that enough call to action at the end of a I feel like there's a, a lot of CTAs. <laughs> we tell people one or two. There we go. Yeah. Well there's um, five. So there's five for you. Exactly. We want to hear from you. Here is my last encouragement for you. Creative fatigue is going to happen. You can get ahead of that with some intentional planning. So just give yourself permission to say, okay, it's okay that I've run out of ideas. It doesn't mean that what you're doing and what you're producing has reached its terminal velocity. It just means you need to go back to the drawing board and figure out where to go next. Mm. What you're doing is important and it matters. <laughs>